Do you like pop culture? I do. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Andrew. Oh. If you enjoy movies, television, all that kind of stuff, uh, we have a lot of fun on Sif Pop Podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. So you can come check us out every week. You can listen live or just download it to your podcast feed. Every single week, Aaron breaks down the newest movies that are big in theaters, and I make funny noises. <laughs> you could probably pick one of those that you would like. You can join us every weekend live by looking at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA, or you can find us in your podcast player of preference by searching for Sift Pop. The Horror Movie Podcast is listener-funded by fans like you at Patreon.com. You can find out more at Patreon.com slash The Horrible Movie Podcast. You're listening to the Studio DNA Network, studiodna.media. Welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. That's right. We are talking about 2017 Saban's Power Rangers. Was that Saban's actually in the title? I think, yes, it was. And I think that the reason it was because they're like, look, we own this property. Yeah. You're not going to snaggle this property away from us. We are, It is Sab- Saban's Power Rangers. It's definitely not the Krispy Kreme Power Rangers, even though uh, that a very, very uh, big MacGuffin for the... Uh, for the movie is Krispy uh, Kreme. The Saban's part of it didn't appear on any fresh. of the posters or anything like that. I don't know that it was actually on the movie poster. Uh, I don't know. I, I The ones I saw, it says Saban's Power Rangers. Huh. Okay. It, it doesn't matter. You know why it doesn't matter? It's the Power Rangers. Who cares, right? Um, so, welcome to the show. Um, my name is Jack. Thanks for coming in. Come on in. Have a seat in the theater here with me, right up next to me. There's lots of seats available for this one, but I want you to sit right <laughs> awkwardly, just right next to me. You came into the theater, you looked around. You see, I can sit over there. Hey, hey, come over here. Sit right here next to me. Well, there's a bunch of seats. There's a hundred seats in here. No, 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 no. Right next to me. Okay. What kind of candy did you get, Phil, at the, at the concession stand? What'd you get today? What, um, what are you eating today? I'm still waiting on my Zots, man. I, Zots. I, I would love it. Um, let's see. I'm going to get some... Um, Let's see. Dots? I haven't had dots in like I haven't had dots in like a decade probably. Mm. It's been a long time since Man. I had a dot. A dot. <laughs> <laughs> what are uh, dots they just are they just chocolate chips with little dots on them? No, the dot, dots were like the fruit candy. Like they were oh, like red gummies, and yellow. But yeah. they're gummies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, they're, I haven't had like dots a, in they're, they're like a very they're like a bedazzled gummy. <laughs> like you you sure. can get just a gummy. <laughs> You know, that's like a little gummy bear or like a fruit gummy, but no, no, no. 
We're going to take it to the next level for you. We're putting these sprinkles on here that are embedded. They're embedded sprinkles with uh, USB ports also embedded as well now to track your progress with your uh, dots. That's right, dots. Um, well, I, I think you're thinking of a different candy. I don't even know anymore. Um, <laughs> I don't know I'm, t- I, I'm talking about these. These are oh, like. Oh, no, they are jellies. Yeah, those are just jellies. What am I thinking of? I don't know. I, I don't know. All right. I know what you're talking about, though. There's like little candies well, on those, the top. Are or those it right there in the far right corner? Maybe those are dots. Um, I mean, they're, no, they're just are, gummies. Those are glow-in-the-dark dots. Those are ghost dots. <laughs> All right. Sorry, folks. This is great audio. Okay, so welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. Producer Phil's in the house with me. Uh, my name is Jack, and thanks for tuning in and downloading. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Power Rangers, 2017's Power Rangers. Uh, kind of a reimagining, but really not. I mean, it's the same, it's character the same names. stuff. It's the yeah. same character names. It's just a kind of a freshen up. Um, and, and a higher budget, obviously. Um, I do want to start out with this. I, I was contacted last week uh, by a, uh, and this is legit, by a uh, a director of a movie. And it's an independent film. And I, um, if you guys have listened to this show at all, you know I love it when people make stuff. So, like, if you're in a band and you want me to play your song on the show, hey, just holler at me. I like to have a song of the week or I like to have, you know, this or that because I like things like that, right? Well, um, I was contacted by uh, a guy named Ken Casentino, who is the director and the writer of a uh, movie called Attack of the Killer Shrews. Wow. Okay, hear me out. That sounds hear good. Me out. It is a remake of Killer Shrews, which was a, a Hollywood movie that came out in 1959. It's a, that was a horror movie. Okay. okay? This is more of a, it's almost like a parody remake homage to that movie. Um, it's almost like a comedy. I'm going to say this, and I'm not going to get any into the. It, it, it's a slasher movie. Okay, I'm going to say it that way. It's because I watched it. It's a slasher movie. But I just wanted to kind of give a promo for it because he contacted me. He went out of his way. Cool. Said, hey, hey, could you watch this? Uh, tell me what you think about it. It came out actually in 2016, and so this is kind of my. Uh, just want to give him a shout out. Uh, Attack of the Killer Shrews. Are, are these and like uh, the mole-like mammals? They look that... like mole. They look okay. like mole things. Okay. Um, it is created um, by. Uh, let's see. Oh, actually, I, w- I want to say this: the the movie opens with Lloyd Kaufman does a little intro. Lloyd Kaufman is the director and the creator of the Toxic Avenger. Oh, and he yeah. directed all, a, a okay. ton of that trauma movie stuff, tra- trauma stuff. Right, right. And so he's in it. We saw him and didn't talk to him. I know. That's, that's a regret at uh, Louisville Comic Con. Yeah, I'm hoping he comes to another con so we can talk to him. Yes, it would be awesome. Um, but they did this on a shoestring budget, and it's pretty fun. So you can check it out. White Lion Studios is is the company that they run and that did that did this movie. And um, you can check this movie out if you want to go kind of look at it and find out more about it. Uh, KillerShrewMovie.com. Okay. And then they, their production studio is WhiteLionStudios.net. Uh, again, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, folks, it's on IMDb if you want to check that out, too. On, on They have an IMDb page. Uh, and then there's uh, – it's just it's just a fun fun deal. You know, in the Killer Shrews movie, the original, uh, the Killer Shrews, uh, the guy that the, – James Best is the actor that played Roscoe Pico Train on Dukes of Hazzard. Okay. Uh, and he was also in the uh, Andy Griffith show a few times and some other stuff and a lot of other stuff. Uh, he was in the original Attack of the Killer Shrews. And they did, they also did a remake of it in 2012 with uh, John Schneider and some other ones. Cool. Anyway, this is Check Attack of the Killer Shrews. Check it out. 
Uh, fun. It's just fun. Uh, it is a little bit. There's some blood involved. So, you know, maybe hide the kids on that one as much. Uh, it's, it is what it is. It's a fun kind of slasher movie. Kind of an homage to that genre. And if you like Toxic Avenger and you like that kind of stuff, um, um, what's the, uh, why can't I think of his name? Peter Jackson. Mm. Peter Jackson did a bunch of kind of odd, <sighs> bad taste was one of them. He did some other almost uh, gore type films before mm-hmm. he did, uh, did he do The Frighteners? The Frighteners and before he did Lord of the Rings. Peter Jackson did a bunch of things kind of like this. So it's kind of like one okay. of those where it's like, it's not like this is just lost on, there's a, there's an audience. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So anyway, I wanted to give a promo because I said that I would. Uh, so Ken, I appreciate you sending it to me. I appreciate you. You guys check it out. Uh, Attack of the Killer Shrews. Just look online. It's on there. Cool. Killershrewmovie.com. Very awesome. So anyway, there we go. So today's episode, we are talking about... Uh, the Power Rangers movie from 2017. Uh, Phil, what was your first uh, remembrance of just the Power Rangers in general? Uh, we talked a little in the pre-show. My uh, little brother, who's two and a half years younger than me, uh, was super into it. But I felt like I was um, like not a part of the right crowd to really get into the show. Like none of my friends watched it, and so um, it really it was just on in the backgrounds. Like when I was at home and, and he was at home, so. Um, I, I remember thinking it looked really silly and really ridiculous. Like I, I just wasn't really turned on by any of the visuals of it. Um, the characters looked kind of interesting to me, but every time I went to action scenes, I was just like, that doesn't, that doesn't look right. So what, what was the, um, what, what did you say? The TV show, the, the Japanese TV show that, that they use the action shots from. Yeah. It's for- called, I think it's called super sentai or something like that. Um, I, we talked about it on Sip Pop a uh, hundred episodes ago, but I don't remember what it's called now. hundred episodes ago. <laughs> That's right. The Horror Movie Podcast. We're a hundred episodes behind Sip Pop. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did talk about this on, uh, we, I was a guest on Sip Pop. Uh, well, back you on did. You talked about it. Episode 81. Yeah. Of, of Sip Pop. So, um, yeah. Super Sentai was the original show. I just Super looked it up. Sentai. Yeah. So check it out. Japanese company. It is time, my friends. It's time for some deets. The details of the movie, Power Rangers. That's right. Tagline, what's the tagline? Of the movie? Of this movie. I don't know. It's Morphin' Time. Oh, I should have guessed. It's on the, it's on the poster. Um, yeah, and by the way, on this poster, above it, it says Saban's Power Rangers. On the poster? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, uh, directed by Dean Israelite. Uh, I read a thing that he talked about. Why Krispy Kreme? Because if you watch this movie, yes. you know that Krispy Kreme is very prominent. And he says it's not for because they paid the most money. I don't believe that. It's because they were walking around Vancouver before they started filming this. Where are we going to hide the gem? Rita Repulsa's gem that she has to find. She has to get Goldar to find it. Where are we going to hide it? Well, it wouldn't be great if we hid it underneath the golden arches. Wow, that would be great. And then they went back, <laughs> and then they came up with Krispy Kreme because it would make it, it's it was buried in the earth long ago, and they just so happened they built a Krispy Kreme on it. Who knew? Anyway, thanks, D- Dean Israelite, for that. Yeah, right. It wasn't for the money. Yeah. Hilarious. Produced by Haim Saban. Uh, you know that name uh, because it's Saban's Power Rangers. Here he is. There's a picture of him. He's, Haim. I bet it's Haim. I he's the OG. Haim. He's, he's the original. Saban. 
Anyway, he owns it. He is the OG. So, uh, and then uh, cast of thousands on the the rest of it. Uh, story by Matt Z- Sazama, uh, and uh, based on the Power Rangers, uh, who Haim Saban created, uh, off of also using Super Sentai. Starring Dockery Mon- Montgomery, who's the Red Ranger, Naomi Scott, R.J. Siler. Daker. Daker, Montgomery, yeah. like I said. Uh, Naomi Scott, R.J. Siler, uh, Becky G., Ludie Lynn, and Bill Hader, and Brian Cranston, and Elizabeth Banks. Those last three, uh, very well known. And honestly, Bill Hader, for me, was the highlight of the movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll have Alpha a different, five. I'll have a different answer for that. Wasn't he Alpha five to the character? I'm saying this because I love Bill Hader. Yeah, like he's I, one of my favorite actors. He was decent because he's Alpha funny. Five. He makes me. Laugh. He wasn't my favorite character, but Zordon, you're a Zordon guy, aren't no, you? No, I liked Billy. Yeah, oh, he he was he was awesome. Yeah, we'll talk about that more. Release yeah. date of March 24th, 2017, um, and a great 105 million dollar budget. And 142 million dollars in box office, so it barely made its money back. Mm. 40 million plus. Uh, when we come back, we'll do a little 30 seconds synopsis, and we'll talk more about the Power Rangers. It's Morphin Time. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Horror Movie Podcast. My name is Jack. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this week we're talking about the Power Rangers, and long for the ride is producer Phil. Producer Phil, how's it going? Pretty good. I'm feeling good about this one. Um, I um, I know that there were parts part port. I know there are parts of this movie. I know there are parts of this movie that you were like that you were like, oh, this is not too bad. Yeah, I I mean, I'll save my thoughts for my final thoughts on like how I feel about the film towards the end of the episode. But I did not dislike this movie as much as a lot of people did. And there's a lot of vitriol on, on the internet for longtime fans of the series. They're just like, that's not my Power Rangers, blah blah blah. Mm. But like, I, I just don't have that background, and so I went into this movie with a pretty open mind, and and thinking that I probably wouldn't like it. Um, but I walked out of the theater two years ago, and then I watched it again last night, thinking, you know what? That was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Well, so. and I feel like, I feel like uh, the Power Rangers in general is built on not the not the best production anyway. Yeah. So if, so you're, your expectations if, if are you're yeah, if you're someone that says that's not my Power Rangers, did you really want to see a movie <laughs> right. that was done so campy? Like the movie, like it basically, you wanted to see another version of basically the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first one, the 1990 version, because the 1990 version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the movie is kind of equivalent to what you know. What I'm saying the dress up kind of character outfits that the Power Rangers used in the 90s too. Yeah, I just looked it up. the uh, The very first episode of Power Rangers back in 1993 was called "Day of the Dumpster." So, if that's what you're basing your movie off of, is the those kinds of campy titles and weird. Oh, and they're all lame. Yeah, yeah. You probably and Rita should, Repulsa probably had pretty. Rita low. Repulsa, who? What would she always do? It, I'm a Power Ranger. Uh, oh, you're Rep- always spoiling my plans. Oh. Go, go back, just YouTube Rita Repulsa from the original 90s show. Rita Repulsa is infinitely better in this movie. Than anything oh, in the without TV a show. doubt, without yeah. a doubt, gosh, so stupid. <laughs> All of it's so dumb. Um, we need to do some thirty-second synopsis. All right. Uh, would you like to do it, or you want me to volunteer to do it? I, I yeah, would, I'll do it. Will you do it? I, I mean, just I just watched it last night, so okay. Well, uh, it is time, my friends, for thirty-second synopsis with Phil, producer Phil. If you do not complete this, you have to help 
Rita Repulsa, find the gold to make gold or... I thought you were going to say you, you have to eat Krispy Kreme every day for oh, the rest of your life. That would be, be punishment. Well, no. But if the hot hey, sign's on. You, you think it wouldn't be punishment, but you're forgetting about the McDonald's um, documentary. That, that, now, that, that guy did Super Mor- Size Me. Morgan Spurlock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think you could do it. We talked about another Morgan Spurlock movie on this podcast before. Mansom. He also did that one hmm. with Colt Cabana. All right. Anyway. You ready? Yeah. You ready for fun? Let's do it. And 30 seconds synopsis. The Power Rangers, 2017. Saban's Power Rangers. Saban's Power Rangers. And Phil Sousa, go. Uh, four kids that, that go to high school together but don't know each other uh, get thrust together because they find these coins that are from the Cesozoic area, uh, era, and they become superheroes overnight. And they have to band together, uh, d- uh, figure out their weaknesses, but become strong with one another and become the Power Rangers. And they have to defeat Rita Repulsa and her band of Krispy Kreme, uh, you know, putties. Putties, yeah. I forgot what you they're know, called. The, um, <laughs> the cool thing about the putties in this movie were they they were the off the assembly line uh, Krispy Kremes that were all, that are that kind of get all gooed up and stuff, and they're like. Oh, where do they go? They become the putties. They become the putties. Also, by the way, the putties look infinitely better in this. The putties in the original show were basically just guys in in um, oh spandex spandex leotards. suits. Yeah, so stupid. They looked really bad with these fixed mouth looking things on these masks. Okay, can we start with one question? Because I want to get your thoughts on it, and this will help me kind of figure out what your overall thoughts are on the movie. Yeah, did you like or dislike the CGI in this movie? Um, part of it wasn't very good. Part of it was Transformers. Like part part of the CGI in this movie was a lot of Transformers. Yeah. Without Michael Bay's budget, Michael Bay can do like the Zords and stuff. Yeah, like the that. Zords. Uh, okay. And the Zords were actually the Zords in the. Okay, so for you and I, when we were younger, we watched. I watched Voltron. I don't know if you watched Voltron, but Voltron was very similar yeah. to the Zords on this. Well, Voltron was from the eighties, and so whenever I saw the Zords. On Power Rangers, when I was, you know, a, like 12, 11, 12, whatever they came out, I was like, that's Voltron's. That's been done. That's yeah. Voltron's cats. Like, that's not the. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not. That's not new. And Voltron did it better, which it probably didn't do it better because that animation was pretty bad back then. But, so this was not. I didn't buy into as much. So the CGI, the CGI part of it for this movie, eh, I could take it or leave it. It was Transformers, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought there were a couple scenes where the CG looked really bad. Um, but for me, honestly, most of the... Some sp- of the water stuff looked bad. There's one of them where they're yeah. swimming. I'm like, what is... Th- what the, am I looking at? There's here? one scene in particular that I'm thinking of towards the very end of the movie that we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about later, but uh, where Rita Repulsa is getting thrown into space. And she's, go- oh my she's going gosh. through the stratosphere. She's in the sky, and there's clouds all around yes. her. And it looks like anything, any like Full House episode from... like like that's double-double toilet trouble. It is. It is like green screen. <laughs> like they, they put her on like a like a uh, merry-go-round or something on a, in front of a green screen, and she's like spinning around, and it looks really bad. Uh, but honestly, like a lot of the Zord stuff I thought looked pretty good, and um, some of the stuff that is they're in their suits but it's cgi i thought that looked pretty good too um there are uh, one character in action in the live chat jasmine in the live chat brought this up um let's start with this let's talk about the first people we see in this movie are uh deck deck cray decray daker daker Montgomery. uh-huh yeah he's australian uh daker did i say that right daker daker yeah uh his father is uh, an actor uh, by the name 
uh, and then I lost it. What am I doing? I had it. David Denman. The guy from The Office. Roy from The Office. Yeah. And he is the deaf football player from The Replacements. Really? Yeah, so it's kind of this uh, homage <laughs> almost to him playing a deaf football player from The... How funny. And he again, he's Roy. I saw him and I thought, well, good for Roy that he's working. The the movie strangely for a movie that's geared towards kids or or people people that grew up with kids television like the the Power Rangers from the nineties it starts out with a really vulgar joke like the very first thing that you see is they're like well I was just milking that cow and it's like oh that's not a cow oh, that's not a cow that's we a, don't have that's no, a male that's a king that's a kingpin joke from the movie Kingpin well Woody Harrelson comes <laughs> out and be like. Took me all morning on that cow out there. <laughs> we don't have a cow. We've got a bull. It's like, oh my god! And they really double down on it too. I won't. I won't even say the second statement because it gets really provocative. Right. But like, um, but I thought like that's it was kind of it was funny to me. Like the first time I watched it, the second time I watched it, I didn't think it was funny. But um, like I remember even in the theater going, "Whoa!" Like, is that where this movie's going? Right. Like, and, and then it does. It never really goes back there again. But it was no. really weird. And they kept away from beginning. a lot of. A lot of relationship stuff, not really in this movie. Yeah. Was there a love interest situation? Uh, I mean, like, Zach kind of, like, had feelings for the Yellow Ranger. I can't remember the Yellow Ranger. Uh, Trini. Zach kind of liked Trini, like, from afar type mm-hmm. of thing. But they never, like, you never they never had a scene together. Right. Like, where it was just the two of them, like, you know, getting to know each other and talking and stuff like that. A lot of the, a lot of the interactions between the cast, except for Billy and Jason... I'm going to have trouble remembering their names, but Billy and Jason had a lot of scenes where it's just the two of them kind of interacting with one another. Um, I really felt like Jason, Billy, and Kimberly were kind of like the main three casts, and I felt like Zach and Trini kind of got pushed to the side. Like, they, they were kind of in the background yes, of a lot of they were, interactions. Uh, yeah, and I don't know. I think in... And for me, they were the weaker of the two of the five actors. They were. Those two. And honestly, the Billy character, uh, which, we, what was his name? What was the actor's name? I don't have it in front of me. We gotta find it. Is it RJ? Yeah, RJ Siler. Uh, for me, he was the best best He's actor by really far. good. I mean, honestly. For, for people who haven't seen the movie, and, and, you know, I think you'll enjoy this podcast a lot more if you have, um, he plays an autistic character, um, who is not the original Billy is not autistic in the TV show. I think he was just really nerdy. Um, but they go beyond nerdy with this character in this movie. Um, he has full on, like he's at one point he says, I'm on the spectrum. So like he is full on autistic and I love it. Like it is like such a cool, um, addition to an already known character that makes him even more lovable. And, and I like when I remember seeing this in the theater and every time, not every time, but like a lot of times he would say a line and, if it was any other character, nobody would have laughed. But because it was Billy, they're like, "That is adorable." Like it, it was. He was immediately endearing. I think from yeah, scene and, one. and I just think that 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 actor did a great job of being different in a role. Like you have this, yeah, you have this very um, trope kind of thing that happens in action movies, and his his character was okay. He could have been, and I'm going to say this: he could have been the Screech Powers. Of, yeah, of the cast. Absolutely. He could have been the Urkel of the cast. But instead, he was a, a different, uh, almost a different take on on the kind of, I mean, I won't say dorky, but like that role. Um, but very intelligent, but very, uh, I want to say functional. It sounds like really bad. Socially awkward. But but was totally able to hold his own. Yeah. And not, and not, you know what I'm saying? And 
did a good job of of, of doing that kind of stuff. I, I also yeah. really liked the guy that played Jason uh, Dacre Montgomery. Yes, uh, he reminds me a lot of a young Chris Pine. Did you get some? Chris I got Pine that. Vibes? Yeah, yeah. He's kind of got that um, swagger, very confident kind of um, style of, of you know, like I, I'm in charge and I know what I'm doing type of thing. Um, uh, but still likable. Like I, I thought he was like really really likable. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the girl that played Kimberly did a really good job. My my beef with the other characters was. Um, I, honestly, I think the girl that played Trini w- was just straight up a bad actor. Like, I, I, I did, like, I, I just don't like every, you, every time she she spoke a line, it was like, I, that's how I would have said that line, and I'm a bad actor. Um, the the guy that played um, Zach, I think he legitimately has Luddy Lin is his name. Le, yeah, and he's I don't know if he's Chinese. They were speaking Mandarin in the scene between him and his mother, um, and it, I believe that's really him speaking Mandarin. By the way. Um, I, I think he has a little bit of a uh, English, like his English is a little hard to understand at times. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think he's necessarily a bad actor, but I I had trouble, um, I had trouble like keeping in step with what he was saying um, sometimes. So so Becky G uh, played Trini. I think they say Trini. Trini. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She is a singer. Becky G is a singer mainly. Oh, that's right. And I could see that being the case. She she acts yes yes she acts, but her main thing is singing. She's a, a recording artist. So I could see that being the gotcha. case where, you know, not as big of a you know not 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 a not the best actor of all time. Yeah, yeah. So I forgot about that. Um. So basically, here let's let's get going on this on the plot here. The um, Power Rangers form basically from the fact that they all end up in detention. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, quarterback, uh, is it Tommy? What's Jason? Jason. Sorry. That's Jason David. There's, Jason yeah, David Frank is it Tommy. Is Tommy. <laughs> the Green Ranger. Okay. But anyway, Jason, uh, is star quarterback, steals the cow, steals this bull, brings him into the locker room, uh, and gets huge detention, right? So the movie opens up with that scene, them stealing this bull, uh, take him in the locker room, him and his friend, mm-hmm. and then he gets in trouble. His dad is mad at him. It's Roy from the office. It's his dad. Who's a fisherman, by the way? It's a fishing village. Yeah, yeah it's a fishing village. So then, at and, Angel Grove, is and he, a fishing he's village. wearing what do they call it? A boot. Uh, it's it's like that that um, thing that where they can GPS you. Anywhere. Yeah, they really he really got in trouble. Like he's in, uh, under house arrest. Under yeah, think about that. Yeah, like for that. Yeah, it was really it was really weird. Yeah, kind of over the top. Anyway, so he's on house arrest, which is kind of a weird. It kind of go, that kind of, kind of goes away because uh, Billy ends up. Yeah, fixing it. So he didn't. They have make to. a big deal out of, out of about it, and then it never comes up again. It never comes up again. Yeah. Um. So they uh, end up in detention. Billy's not in detention. Yeah, you know, Billy is in detention, getting yeah. picked on by this um, a, a mean Ed Sheeran. Imagine Ed Sheeran <laughs> yes. if he were angry and mean. He does look like. Ed and Sheeran. this is a bu- this is the detention bully, a mean Ed Sheeran, <laughs> uh, and he's he's angry, and so he um he then. Uh, fights back for well, basically tells that guy don't mess with him, don't mess with him, and he slaps him, and uh, that become Billy and Jason become friends. Uh, the other girl, what's her name? Kimberly. Kimberly. Um, she is also in there. She cuts her hair during the first detention. Yeah, I don't really. Uh, understand. This, her story didn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, but anyway, she did, did you catch on to what what she was in detention for? Like what she had done. What does she do? She, she basically she doesn't talk about it till the end of the film, but she basically shared. 
revealing photos. Let me okay. just say that, that, say okay. that way. That's good. Of one of her friends whose boyfriend she likes. So she's like breaking them up so that she can have him. Oh, But gotcha. basically like that's like cyberbullying. Like, and, and they make out – this was my biggest beef with Kimberly's character is they make Kimberly out to be the victim. Because like these friends of hers are like saying you can't be a part of our club anymore and you're you know you're out of here we don't talk to the hand whatever but yet but like you did something illegal she's the one like, yeah yeah they, they could get you in major trouble yeah like, I mean, nowadays especially it's getting, like you could get locked up yeah in prison for it well so, she did it was detention <laughs> uh, so like and at the end of the movie she's like she's like that's what you get like when the 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 monster is like attacking cars and stuff like that it, like falls yeah. on the girl's and, like, car a putty falls I was on just, like. No, like you are. The, she's the one that you're got, the yeah. aggressor here. She's the one that was the. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the only backstory that didn't make any sense to me. Well, but but even the other guy, what's his name? Uh, Ludy Ludy Lynn's character. Uh, yeah, Zach. Zach, he he's he doesn't go to school, right? Like he's supposed to go to school, but he doesn't go to school. Yeah, he says sometimes. These are all teenagers, by the way. Yeah, and so that basically you're getting all that you're they're filling out this information. Uh, the Becky G character. Moved into town a year ago, but she's an outcast. She's the weakest character for she sure. She really is, because they, I mean, they all end up at the quarry? Yeah, it's, it's super weird. At this weird. mine. There's a mine, and I guess it turns out, it's a, is it a gold mine? I, it's just weird. Angel Grove, what a place. It's a fishing village. There's yeah. a mining situation <laughs> there. And so they um, it's Billy's, all end Billy's up. Billy's dad that ended up working there, and they yes. found out about it. He went out. Billy kept going out there and... I don't know, looking for stuff. They all end up there at the same night. People, at random. If you're having trouble following this, it's because there's very little that's explained in this movie. Well, so. and then they just all end up there at night. Uh, Billy makes an explosive and blows up this mountainside because he thinks there's more underneath of it. Oh, and then they find uh, their little Power Ranger gems. Oh, by the way, the opening of the movie, I'm sorry, I, I messed this up. The opening of the movie was Zordon. Uh, was a Power Ranger 65 million years ago. <laughs> like, I'm not lying. Uh, you said this in 30 Seconds in Office. It's a Cenozoic era. Cenozoic era. You know, this is pre-anything other than dinosaurs. The dinosaurs were before that. But, like, here they are. They're Power Rangers land on Earth to try to track down Rita Repulsa. And Rita Repulsa, basically, they die trying to protect the gems they bury the gems in the earth which eventually becomes angel grove uh zordon is played by brian Cranston. Cranston. yeah so anyway so then we go back to billy billy blows up the side of this meanwhile cliff. 65 million years meanwhile later. back now back to current day <laughs> um billy blows up this mine they all survive luckily they find these gems they all hop in a minivan too to drive away from the mine workers because the mine workers are like what are you doing blowing up stuff they drive away. They get hit by a train. Which, that was one of the most surprising scenes. I was like, they're, they're certainly going to get across the tracks here. But they get annihilated by that train. Yeah. Well, they cross the first first set of tracks, and then they get hit by the train. Uh, and then it goes to black, and you don't know what's happening. And then it goes to the fishing area, uh, out to sea, with Roy from the office, who's the dad of Dacry, uh Montgomery, and Jason. <laughs> Decray? Daker. Daker. Man, I can't say his name. I'm very cultured. We've always we've said that a lot, haven't we? <laughs> uh, and the fishing boat pulls in what looks like a body. Oh, yeah. And it actually was Rita Repulso. Kind of ironic that she showed up right then. There, there's parts of this movie that they don't know like what kind of genre the a film this is it this is, is supposed to be. The the movie is a superhero movie for the most part. 
Um, uh, we still have another 40 seconds. Yeah. Um, uh, most of the movie is superhero and it's this coming of age of like, like almost X-Men type like where these teenagers are becoming superpower and they're dealing with their powers and stuff like that but um, there's some scenes that are just like straight up horror like right like there's a part where like she's yeah. like jumping like jump scare yeah it's Rita, really Rita weird is like that she's like a witch almost yeah she's like scary I mean I, I liked her character but the, it was very disjointed with the rest of the film true so. um so we will we will continue on talking about how the Power Rangers became the Power Rangers and a battle reader repulsa in a bit. Um and then major product placement. Major <laughs> product placement. Uh we shall return. Uh, bye-bye. Welcome back to the Horrible Movie Podcast. Uh you are listening to a fine episode. About the Power Rangers 2017. <laughs> uh my name is Jack. Thanks for tuning back in. Uh we got producer Phil in the house. And we're talking about 2017's Power Rangers. Uh, we, we, when we left off last, the Power Rangers were hit by a van, or by, their van was hit by a train. And, uh, Rita Repulsa was fished out of the ocean, uh, by Roy from the office. <laughs> I'm not lying. This is actually in the movie. Uh, so the Power Rangers then take their, they take these gems that they found the night before. They wake up in their own beds. We're fine. We got hit by, what happened? We got hit by a train. We should have all been. We should have all died. They reconvene uh, back. By, by the way, the movie never explains that. They never it never explains how they got back to their nope, beds. No, nope. and so then they um, they end up. It's kind of like Spider Man scenario where it's just <laughs> like they, where you wake up and you have these powers or how do they get back there? But that that at least explained it. Yeah. So then they end up converging back to the quarry from the night before to the mine from the night before. Um, they end up going. Climbing up the mine, very Twilight-esque as they're climbing up things. Oh, it totally is. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So so then they um, go down into the mine, right? No, they jump off into the water of the quarry. Yeah, because they, they're able to, like, leap tall buildings, basically. Like, they can they can jump across a, a crevasse. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, like, you know, 30 feet wide or whatever and, and make it to the other side. So, uh, but Billy tries, does not quite make it, or no, he makes it and then he falls off anyways. Anyway, so they all go down. They all go down and, um, they go down in the quarry, which, I mean, the quarry wouldn't have existed 65,000 years or 65 million years ago, but they go down in there anyway. Then they get to a part where they go underneath the water and they reach through this weird air bubble thing. It's really hard to explain without seeing it, but yeah, yeah, they basically go like forty feet down underwater, and then the water stops and air begins underneath the water. I'm trying to explain it, yeah, and and they push their their hand through the bottom of the water basically, and then fall down. Yeah, so like there's this underwater cavern that's basically like a like you said a bubble. It's yeah. it's um like a force field is around it or something like that. It's a <sighs> it's basically the spaceship, right? Where yeah. the spaceship landed. Yeah, and so then they go down in there, they meet um Alpha Five, who's voiced by uh Bill Hader. Uh what he, was he does a good job. Uh, what what did Alpha Five say? We said it in the pre show earlier too. He says he it only twice. says it twice and it's yeah. not it's not near as annoying as Alpha Five in the no. TV show was because it was so bad. He, he did it all the time, all the time. Um, so then he tells him, "Look, you're the Power Rangers. Uh, you have those gems. Those give you your power." Zordon's going to be so excited. Zordon, wake up! The Power Rangers are here. They don't believe Zordon. Like they've seen all these things. 
this spacecraft underneath the water or underneath this water at the bottom of the thing. They've got these powers. They still don't believe in what Zordon and this robot <laughs> that claims he's sixty-five, been here for 65 million years is telling them. Yeah. They leave. They go out and have a confab out in the cavern and go, look, are we really the Power Rangers? We're going to meet back here tomorrow for training. That's what Jason, because he, he, Zordon, played by Brian Cranston, tells him, uh, you're the leader. You're the Red Ranger. So was I. I'm Zordon. You're the Red you got to be the leader. So he's like, we're going to meet back here tomorrow for training. And so they do. And then hence a training montage the next day. Yeah. Rita Repulsa surfaces. She starts, uh, she comes back to life uh, and she starts stealing gold from everyone in Angel Grove. She goes to a Phoenix jewelry store. Uh, she uh, reaches in some random homeless guy's mouth and pulls out a gold tooth. <laughs> so weird. Uh, melts all this gold down so she can bring Goldar. Zordon ta- starts talking about Goldar. He's evil. He's he's he, If she can resurrect him, he'll destroy all of the Earth. And that's what she, she does. She's looking for her gem, which has been buried somewhere on Earth. We don't know where, though. Next scene, they all go to hang out to talk about being a Power Ranger at the Krispy Kreme. No, they don't. The Power Rangers? Yeah. No, the first time they go to the 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 first person that goes to the Power Rangers or to, that goes to the Krispy Kreme is Billy because he's trying to find the Zeo crystal. But uh, after that, nobody goes to the Krispy Kreme until um, Rita goes there and is to find the No, the, the girls were there eating donuts at one oh, point. Oh, in a montage. Yeah. That's right. See, they all yeah. end up at Krispy Kreme. Okay. And I'm saying this, folks. This is legit Krispy Kreme. I'm not saying some random donut shop. It's Krispy Kreme. Hot sign is on in the background. Yeah. The whole time. By the way, I, I found the subtitle. Like you can find like an SRT file. Like it's basically the script of the movie. Mm-hmm. They say the phrase Krispy Kreme seven times in this movie, and that's not including any references, like talking about donuts or something like that. And it wouldn't include any visuals where the Krispy Kreme is just in the background of the shot. Right. There's several scenes during the, the the final you know big fight 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 scene where Rita is just standing in front of the Krispy Kreme and the sign is visible in the background and they cut to her like two or three times. Mm. So like like visuals plus mentioning it plus like little references and stuff, it's like 15 or 20 times. It's unbelievable. Well, and so the Krispy Kreme is there and it is uh, like the biggest product placement you've ever seen. Um, they are talking about the they're, – they're, they're, they're eating a donut. They've got a little cup of coffee or whatever they have there, uh, which sounds really good right now. I don't know about you. I, I mean, I just watched this movie last night, and for some reason, I'm really craving. Krispy I would Kreme. love a Krispy Kreme right now. Yeah, man. I don't know why. I I think I might just go right now to Krispy Kreme. All right. I'll see you, Phil. We'll be right back. I'm just me walking. Phil, I got Krispy Kremes. I'm back. Oh, oh thank you. They're delicious. The hot oh, sign was on. Mm. All right, that was lame. All right. <laughs> so, um, why did I knock to come back in the studio? I don't know. You're welcome anytime. Come Jack. on in. <laughs> All right, so they uh, they're eating a Krispy Kreme. It's a big deal, right? We find out Bill now. Did Billy hide the crystal there, or no? It was he found out that it is buried underneath there. Yeah, I don't even remember how he finds I, out. It's, it, he uses the map on the. Uh, it's, there's like a holographic map that's in the middle of this like circle thing inside the spaceship, mm-hmm. and he looks at that and somehow. Like looks at a map of Angel Grove. He's like, "Oh, that's that's where it must be under must the." Be. <laughs> like, under he's, the granted, cream. he's super smart, but I'm still just like I look at that holograph and I don't. I have no idea what I'm. He looking had to at. fill in a lot of information to get, <laughs> to get to that point to figure that out. Um, yeah. 
They go back and train. They listen to Zordon. Uh, Zordon, uh, look, we've got to go fight Rita Repulsa. Uh, they have a mat. They, they Z- Rita Repulsa goes to Trini, Trini at night, right, and says, "You are a lot like me, and you should." By the way, Elizabeth Banks plays Rita Repulsa. That's kind of a weird casting. It, it very weird. It was a really weird casting. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, she's not athletic. She's not like built in any way. You figure she'd be a, and granted, she's just an evil. It, it, it's like you know, Kate Blanchett was uh, Hella uh-huh. in Thor. Thor yeah. she, you know, she's not athletic. But, but see, I didn't like really like Hella either. Like I, I thought that that was a kind of a weird casting yeah. move too. It's just weird. They do that sometimes. Uh, no, I, I did not like Elizabeth. Uh, I thought the character was well done, and the visuals, and the, what she stood for, and the background. Like I thought all that was fine. It wasn't great, but it was fine. Elizabeth Banks as that character, I was not down with. Yeah. It was really weird. Um, I feel like uh, they could have done better on that aspect. We'll talk about that in a bit. But um, Rita Pulsa comes to Trini, since uh, basically tries to get her to uh, join her or be, uh, I don't know what the reason was, to scare her maybe? Yeah, she wants her to be like her inside man, basically like, yeah. like feed me information. Which she doesn't, which she doesn't right. do. Uh, and then... Um, and so then they end up having to fight, though. It does draw them out. They go meet up to try to fight Rita Repulsa. Uh, and so they have a fight. They Without their suits or, or zords or anything. Like they're, they're basically oh, because, just picking up weapons. Because they're not able to morph their suits. Yeah, for the because, long, which is one of my big beefs about the movie. If you're expecting them to see them in their suits and their zords, like being Power Rangers, you are not going to find it in this movie. That is it's, true. Like the last 20 minutes is when you get to, when you get all that. Yeah. So, but yeah, for the most part of the movie, it's really actually kind of hard to watch. But they're just you're just watching them struggle about not being able to to pull it off, like to um, actually become Power Rangers. And them training so. and fighting, they fight some putties at some point on this and this um, holodeck type situation, like from Star yeah. Trek, basically. Uh, and then they fight Rita. They end up has the final fight scene even set up. Oh, the very last. The fight? very last fight scene has it even set up. Well, do uh, you want to talk about the first fight scene where like? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So go. she she basically kills Billy at, at one yeah, point. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she, she's like she's got all five of them. Like they go in and they try to fight Rita, and she like just mops the floor with them, and that she ties them up against this boat, and she's like, "Who's gonna talk? Who's gonna tell? I know one of you knows where the Zeo crystal is." And, um, you know, Billy is the most obvious choice. And so she's like, Billy, I know, I know you know where it is. And he's, and he's like, he's like, I'm going to start killing your friends one at a time until you tell me. And he's like, fine, fine. It's under the Krispy Kreme, <laughs> which is the moment where you realize there's going to be some serious product placement. And then, uh, she ends up killing him anyways. Like, even though she t- told him, she literally like dunks his body under the water and then takes off. And then by the time they can get him and pull him up to the surface, he's gone. And like, I thought they were going to do one of those things of like, Oh no, he's dead. Whatever, and then he's gonna go. Blah, 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 blah. But, spit out the but they they don't like he he's legitimately dead. They 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 take his dead body back to the spaceship. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. Um. Then they have to. How is it? How how they they try to get Zordon to bring him back or Zordon to come across? They they were able to morph at some point, and and that's what able allowed Zordon to be able to actually. So the I wouldn't know any of this if I hadn't watched it last night. But the the uh, the thing is, is once they, I forget what somehow they give Zordon power to come back from the dead, and Zordon sacrifices his his moment to come back into life, like to come back from the dead and be alive again, and instead imparts it to Billy. So mm. so he says, 
I'm not the one that needs to come back from the dead. Billy needs to come back because the five of you are the chosen ones. So, and they don't explain how that happens or, or why, why it happens. happens yeah. Or, yeah. It just um, happens. So yeah, Billy's back. Um, then they all, when do they all get their Morphin Power Ranger abilities? It's just, it's right at that moment, basically. They like, all Morphin. They get yeah. some Morphin time. There's, there's one moment where Billy, like, like, he's like breaking up a fight in between Zach and Jason. And that's when he gets and it. And he like turns in this blue suit and they're like, whoa, Billy, how'd you do that? Yeah. He, but he doesn't know how he did it. And again, like the movie is so vague with this kind of stuff. Like I, I'm convinced that most people walk out of that theater and they don't know how they got their powers. And there's all these different theories I'm sure out there on the internet that I couldn't care less to look up. <laughs> but, but, um, like it, it's, it would, it seems to suggest that like they had to find it within themselves to like, you know, be upfront and honest with each other about their weaknesses mm-hmm. and come together yeah. and find everything that they had in common. Yes. But again, it doesn't explicitly state any of that so well and um they end up coming together that they find out they have these zords too yeah these uh vehicle type things we talked about this earlier about voltron and how voltron had uh these cat things that were these vehicles and they'd form into a megazord (laughs) this mega voltron they formed into voltron through these things but the power rangers have these zords and they form into a megazord uh, and so they they take these Zords to go battle Rita Repulsa. She has been able to make Goldar based off the gold of all the people in Angel Grove. Um, so they she went to a cage jewel or two or Zales <laughs> or something and uh, melts all the gold down and gets Goldar, who's literal this big winged creature. Have you ever seen Goldar in the, no, in the TV I, show? No, I haven't. I haven't. So he was in the TV show, but he was like this dog character that was like he was a big dude, but he wasn't like. And, and really? all, all those creatures in the TV show would grow to full, like to a bigger size. Yeah. So Goldar would grow that big, but it was just interesting that that was the take on it. So Goldar is there, huh. and he's walking around. And he's this big gold, like liquid gold thing with wings, walking around. He never flies. It, it was, he was super weird. I, I didn't. I felt like it, the actual creation of what his form looked like could have been so much better. It was. It was really weird. To well, me. I feel like they wanted to stick to Goldar, the how he kind of looked a little bit. In, in the show, but then you're like, why? And then it was real vague. It was like this, like, I don't know. Like, uh, what's the uh, this, the destroyer in Thor? You know, that that, machi- that mechanized thing that shoots the heat beam out of his face? Okay. On Thor? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that, but it's not. Like, I feel like that was what, like what they were going after. And, I, and anyway, I, I felt like the, the the big fight at the end was more about them fighting against themselves. Like they didn't know how to use their swords. To, and which stuff is like that. really funny that they could beat the villain. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they don't even know how to walk in the in the Zord, Megazord. Megazord, suit. yeah. So they 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 have a big battle. There's this pit that forms behind them. They get shoved into it at one point. <laughs> they yeah. come up. And they have to protect. R- it. Rita says at one point, "Push them into the pit." I know. <laughs> Good job, Elizabeth Banks. Really awesome scripting. Way to go. <laughs> anyway, so they, um, Elizabeth Banks goes before the battle, actually. I go, go, let's go back. Let's, JJ Abrams is saying, go flashback <laughs> here. Um, she goes to Krispy Kreme because she, she sits there and figures out this is where my crystal's at. Mm-hmm. This is where it's at. Meanwhile, she eats a donut while she's there. Yeah, she does. And the hot sign is in the, in the background. Yeah. So stupid. <laughs> so beyond stupid. Um, and, and so they're, it's so bad, man. This is for me, and in the live chat, uh, I think Jasmine had said about what made this so bad. For me, it was this, 
Like honestly, it, a lot of it is the Krispy Kreme thing. Like it's so, it is this so weird. Bad. Like why did you have to do that? Like I mean, a, a top top five product placements. Like the most egregious. Product, this has got to be in the list of top five of all time. There's easily Mac and Me would be another Mac and Me McDonald's. <laughs> but but God, I mean, I can't I can't think of many other movies that are this bad. It's it's not. It, I wouldn't even call it product placement because product placement would suggest that it's in the background or they mention it one time or something yeah. like that. This there is no. This is a crucial plot point. Yeah, and, and product placement would be like E.T. and Reese's pieces. Yeah, exactly. It has nothing to do with the plot, but it's just something that he does. Right. This is like there is no Zeo Crystal unless there's a Krispy Kreme. What did, what did Krispy Kreme have to pay for that? I, allegedly, what I read, they didn't have to like. I'm like, there's no way that's real. No. And I, the director said that. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So they fight. Um, the, the, the Power Rangers win. They back, they backhand Rita into space and yep. she freezes in space. And, but she is floating toward the moon. And on the TV show, Rita's base was always on the moon. Oh. Leaving, uh, hey, a possible sequel here. Okay. Uh, and I know we all want to see that sequel. I mean, I know we all have to see. I bet we may. Well, there's that that scene during the in the middle of the credits at the ends where you see um, Tommy's green jacket laying on the detention one of the te- mm. detention chairs, and so um, that that would suggest that there's going to be a sixth or a replacement. Like Green Ranger would replace one of the the Power Rangers in the next movie in the sequel. I looked it up last night. Um, I, I, they're still in talks to make it. Like they they still want to make a sequel. Well, and they, and you said the Green Ranger. Uh, Tommy, Jason, David, Frank, uh, the guy's name is Jason, David, Frank, uh, and what was the Pink Ranger's name? I thought, in the original show? Yeah, because she's in there too. She's in the final scene too. It wasn't Kimberly? No, I'm saying the actress's name. Oh, I don't remember her name. Uh, Pink Ranger Kimberly. She, she has a, a cameo at the end as well. She does. And she was in for the TV show Felicity. Kimberly, Kimberly Ann Hart, uh, played by Amy Jo Johnson. Amy yeah. Jo Johnson is the actress. Um, kind of strange that they only got the two of them to come back in cameo. Like I, I'm, sh- they had to have gone to all the other actors. Very right? weird. Yeah. Very weird. I, I'm. I mean that. It's hard to suspect what. But maybe not. How that went down. Like maybe they just couldn't make it to the set that day or something. We always or, need a couple. We always need a few. We always have these two. Or maybe they refused. I, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't know. Anyone's guess? Jason David Frank. I bet he wished he could be starring in it. Probably. I bet he wishes he could be starring. In. He I could. So good. I would. I should have been Zordon, not <laughs> Brian Cranston. He would have been. Anyway, there you yeah. go. Well, very cool, folks. Uh, radio people, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, that's it. Um, we'll uh, Phil and I will continue on the podcast side. Uh, we'll wrap up a couple things, and then we'll be Audi Five Thousand. But we appreciate you. Just remember, uh, just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible, and just because it's morphin' time. Doesn't mean you need to go to the Krispy Kreme to meet Elizabeth Banks, uh, who's uh, you know stealing the Angel Grove's gold. We'll see you soon. All right, so uh, let's talk about this. Let's rate this movie. Uh, scale of one horrible to five horribles. Um, I, I started out in the second segment today, just saying like this movie really wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I, I I went into the th- I saw it in theaters, so I could um, talk about it on Sif Pop a couple years ago, but. Like I went in expecting this thing is going to be abysmal, and I walked out and I'm like, you know what? The action scenes were pretty good. The CGI wasn't terrible. There was that one really bad scene towards the end, but um, the the good actors in the movie were so good 
that I almost forgot about the bad acting at, at some points. Like B- Billy, the guy that plays Billy was awesome. Uh, I love Dacre Montgomery. I thought even Kimberly, like of the three, was probably the weakest of the three, but still really strong performance. Bill Hader, Brian Granson. I was like, wow, there's some really good actors in this movie. Um, I, I would say I've watched it twice because I watched it again last night. Um, I think I would watch it again. Really? Honestly, like I, I, I dig the the character development and um we didn't even talk about it but like one of the characters is uh like has like you know same sex attraction and um you know one of them has like his mother is is dying and stuff like that like they they brought like some weight and depth to the characters i was not expecting i thought it was gonna be very milk milk toast kind of thing but it was actually pretty complicated some of the backstories of the characters um i i felt like they could have explained so much more in the movie though. And that, that was one of the big things I walked out of. I was just like, I, I can't imagine uh, why they didn't explain some, this and this more. It, it just would have been a longer movie, but I think it, that would have been all right. But um, I, I really think I'm going to go one on this one. Um, it's, I acknowledge that it is not a great movie. It is nowhere close to that. I wouldn't even go so far as to say that it's a good movie, like a, a really good movie, but I don't know that I would go full on horrible with it for me. Um, there was enough to like about it that I'm, I'm kind of in the, like, it was okay, kind of almost good kind of kind of range. I remember, I remember when this came out, or when they were talking about making it, I, w- I, asked, I asked the three-letter word that I always ask. I don't always ask, but a lot, I do a lot of times on things when it's a reboot, remake. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. No, that's good. Why? Is there a reason? <laughs> Are we clamoring for more power rangers we gotta have the power rangers jack says in jack's heart no we don't need more power rangers someone's watching it for at least on the plus side of 40 million dollars they made off of this mm-hmm. which in hollywood speak a hundred million dollar budget you make 40 you make 140 million you actually lost money in their in their minds which is astronomical money think about that Phil. yeah millions it's crazy um so i asked myself why and I, that automatically, that why, a lot of times puts a movie automatically on the on the scale, on the one to five scale. Mm-hmm. Why, why, Baywatch? Why? Even Twenty One Jump Street? Why? Yeah, even the good ones. It's like, yeah, why, why? why are we doing chips? This? Why? Yeah, chips is awful. So you automatically could be on that. Now you add the Krispy Kreme in there. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> two. It's a two now. So now you've really got to do something special. And I felt that way that the Billy character, totally great. Made the movie for me. Bill Hader in the movie helped me out. Not going to take away the two for sure. Mm-hmm. Just those two being in there. Right. But help helped me out. Brian Cranston, fine in the movie. Thanks. I don't know. She made it two and a half for me. <laughs> Maybe worse. Uh, and the, so now we're teetering. We're we're on the edge. I don't really go to a two and a half. Some people have come on here before and done halves and things like that. What about Trini? Because like, ah, she's pretty bad. Honestly, like I think if they do a sequel, I would not be surprised if they recast her. I, if they kept everyone else oh, except for her, brutal. Wouldn't yeah. that be brutal? It would be. But like honestly, if enough time has passed, if if it's been three or four years in between the films, yeah. I I don't see why they wouldn't do that. Especially if they say, oh, well, she's touring while we'll, we're we're yeah. you know they, they kind of yeah, <laughs> like, wink, oh, wink. We, we couldn't. She wasn't oh, available. Couldn't or do it. 
just couldn't make our schedules match up, so we <laughs> we had to we got, had to recast. We've her. got Dallas Howard, <laughs> Bryce Dallas. We've got Bryce Dallas Howard now. Uh, it makes no sense, but uh, here she is. Anyway, um, I'm going with a three yeah. because of okay. Krispy Kreme, because of Banks, because of why, and it's a three. And mm-hmm. some people would disagree. This, um, yeah, I don't know. That show, that TV show, was so crappy. Mm-hmm. Like they would meet at like some malt shop, some shake shop. Yeah, they, you know, basically it was the, and then there would be uh, the two skunk and yes. skunk and whatever his name was. The they bullies, they had yeah. no bullies in this movie. A skunk and whatever his name was. Yes, they had the redhead. They had Ed Sheeran, the angry Ed Sheeran. You know, as a bully. Yeah, I, was his name skunk? Maybe. I, I don't. I didn't hear it. Yeah, I didn't hear his name either. Should have been. That'd been really funny. You're right. I forgot about the bullies. Those guys, the bullies, which were really stupid. Like they were like they were, like, like, they were like they were like earnest characters. Yeah, like in the TV show. Anyway, uh, yeah, maybe they'll make an appearance in the next one. I, I, I really feel like the next one, the next movie, could be better than this one. And, and I, I had some people ask me that, like, like should they make a sequel? And I'm like, I feel like they should because they they did a good job of of setting up these characters, but so much of the movie was the setup yes. and 20 minutes of it at the very very tail end of the movie was the action part of it yeah. I, I would like to see them just hit the ground running with like you've already seen these characters you already know the backstories Here let's, we go. let's build a story yes. now uh, and that's what they did with the Spider-Man Homecoming gotcha. movie like they're like we're not going to show his origin story you guys already know he's Spider-Man he's been yes. Spider-Man for a while Yes. Um, let's just hit the ground running with a great story yeah. and I, I would like to see them do that with a sequel so we'll see well, very cool uh, Phil Thanks for doing this. Uh, you're the best, Phil. You're, you're number be- one. You're the best. No, you're the best. Uh, well, thanks, folks, for tuning in. We'll see y'all soon. Uh, live chat, uh, you're the best. Uh, again, we have a live chat every week for you podcast listeners. Uh, Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA for that live chat. Come on out. Uh, oh. That's right, it's the Power Ranger Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Where all you listen to and all we talk about is Power Rangers. That's right, we love you, Power Rangers. See you next week, Power Ranger fans. Ay, ay, ay. All right, guys, we'll see you soon. Reach for the stars, follow your dreams. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the HorrorMoviePodcast.com. What would what would like a like a fifty year old like and I'm not I don't know I have no idea how old Jasmine is but like someone who um like a mom think of like someone's mom like going into this movie by herself and I'm like I'm just going to watch an your mom used to do this I think my mom may have watched this movie I, I need to ask her. I would love I, to, ask I would love to hear her thoughts on it um I bet she would have been like I didn't understand any of that like, crap. I mean, they were talking about Zero, Zio Zio crystals, crystals, and gold, Goldar something. Goldar. All the thing I know about Zio's <laughs> is it's a good restaurant. And Zord and Megazord. I, I, don't, I don't even understand this. I don't understand. She would say it's like the, that Transformers almost. It's kind of like the Transformers. <laughs> <laughs>